Welcome to the Alpha Dude Podcast with Michael Pulser. What would it be like if you knew that you were unstoppable and you could live life on your terms? Better yet, how good would it feel knowing that on your deathbed, you had fulfilled all your potential and more? Life on Earth has a beginning and an end. It's what you do in the middle that counts. Let's look at how to make that part even better. Our bodies are multifactorial systems. They're made up of multiple components that all interrelate. Endocrine, nervous, electrochemical messages constantly communicating functions every single moment of every single day. And throughout this, it's all aimed at that one issue of homeostasis. That is the state of normality. And there are many factors that also affect this. Things that affect it include things like stress, medication, psychological issues, diets, drugs, trauma, and so many others. All of these things mess up our natural state of homeostasis. This episode will examine both the positive and negative physiological changes that happens to our own bodies every day, particularly examining its maladaptive responses. But before looking at this, as per the episodes that we talk about in Cognitive Dissonance, number one, put out the fires first. Make sure that you use discernment. If there is an emergency, you obviously deal with it. But number two, if nothing's on fire, find the smoke, fix the cause, look at preventing the problem before it turns into a full-blown fire. So, let's get on with it. Firstly, in terms of physiology, we are all familiar with that sympathetic nervous system response where you get those crazy palpitations. And for many of us, when you get it, people instantly ascribe to that, I'm having a panic attack. I'm in a super stress state. You get this adrenal dump. The adrenals are the glands that sit on top of the kidneys and they secrete cortisol and other hormones and it makes you feel really, really nervous if you get that big dump. It's a classic fight or flight response. But if you're not in imminent danger, what's the point of it all? As I said, number one, first aid, look around you. Why did the adrenal response go off? Be mindful about what's happening and then deal with things as it happens. Once you've dealt with that, then you can examine it and say, hey, maybe there is no danger imminent. Maybe this is just a maladaptive response. And then you take a big breath, you become centered. You isolate the palpitation. You're not one with it. It's separate. It's simply something that you do. You isolate the palpitation and you see it for what it is. That is a palpitation. It is not stress. Stress is simply your interpretation of the response. Like I talk about in Plutarch, then we can start to build on compound emotions. In building up compound emotions, we can look at things like the stress response and how people, when they feel all of this nervous type energy, you add something else into it like curiosity and suddenly you have like a thrill that you'd have when you're at a theme park. So the exact physiological response can be trained to be used exactly as you need to use it. Or you could take on another completely different tract. This one does, does take some preparation. So in advance, you have to do some thoughtful meditation on it. And that's where you can look again at ontology or logic and using exercises in a neutral state, particularly NLP type exercises, 
will help you to achieve the levels that you need to go into this. The red pill episode talks about this in further details. And number two, so that's all to do with number one, the first aid stuff. Number two is to look at treating the underlying cause. So as I said, always isolate the trigger first. Once you understand what the trigger is and you've done the first aid to deal with the problem and only once you've done that, then we look at the prophylaxis. Then we look at what we can prevent the panic attacks, what, what makes it so that we can use this energy for something positive. And this is where we can use so many different systems. That's why I talk to you about CBT sometimes, about NLP, about logic, about different philosophies, about Plutarch, about compound emotions, different things which you can all pick and choose to help you to explore ways in which you can deal with it. A few things that just come to mind is even from the alpha dude system, using the four A's, you can reinterpret the response. You can use metacognition, use your thoughts about what's happening, think about it, particularly once you have a positive outcome and it builds a foundation of strength and resilience for the future. As I said before, you have CBT, you have the positive questions that we started at the very start of this entire podcast series, where you ask yourself those questions in an open-ended frame, therefore bypassing your conscious mind, seeing it to the unconscious mind and getting compound responses. There are so many other things. Once you've gone through any type of exercises like this, you can then future pace. And what this is, is looking for congruity checks. So if you've gone through, say, an NLP exercise, you visualize the future, you've seen what's going to happen if you have a stress response and you felt that you found ways that you can utilize that perhaps to be more energetic or whatever it is, you then look at yourself in the future and you see yourself how that would play out. Now, if you have never ever been an excitable person in your life and you're like, well, I'm going to use this stress response to be all excited and positive and charismatic, well, maybe that's not going to work for you. Maybe you need to use something different. Maybe you don't. But future pacing will help to set your mind straight. In the end, make sure that you're able to see the problem objectively and subjectively. See it for what it is. And then once you've done that, then you're able to work with it using subjective psychology. So, palpitations. They are simply when the heart beats faster. And as I mentioned before, a lot of winner feels it. An athlete feels it. An excited person feels this. An anxious person feels it. Which one are you? It's all part of the same fight or flight response. So objectively, it gives you clarity. It takes its strength away and allows you to take ownership of what's happening. Once you name it, you can then add the subject of interpretation, as I mentioned, in terms of psychology. So you, how this would play out in real life is if you had palpitations, you can say, okay, I'm having palpitations, my heart is beating faster. This is not stress. This is simply a physiological response. So what's my interpretation of the situation? Perhaps anticipation. That's again using the Plutarch model of compound emotions. And then we can work around starting to change the state. And from this position of power, we see real change start to happen. So in summary, Next time you have any emotion, feel it. Feel what the body response is. Once you've felt the body response, 
label that, not the emotion. Once you've labeled that, you've separated the behavior from the action, you've separated what the response is, and then you can redefine its interpretation. You can use reframing, you can use all the techniques that we constantly talk about. And once you've done that, you can then grow. The best part about all of this is the synergistic effect. Because once you've actually been through this in three phases, number one, preparation, that is thinking about what it would like in the future. Number two, actually implementing it. And number three, the most powerful in my opinion, is once you've actually gone through this whole process and you've done a speech, your heart's been pounding out of your chest, you felt physically nauseous, you sat back down, you got amazing feedback, suddenly, if you do the right things as far as unpacking it afterwards, you use that metacognition, you think about your thoughts, you say, hey, I did okay. I got through this okay. Not only that, I actually thrived. And not only that, I did it when I was extremely nervous. That's probably the worst point that you're going to be at because then you have a reference point in which you can build on. So the next time you know that you're not going to be as nervous. And even if you are nervous, you've done it during an extreme period of stress. And this is where you start to build amazing amounts of resilience, not only allowing you to overcome all of the physiological distress, but allowing you to level things up all over again. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. If so, rate it from the place you downloaded it. For any questions, send an email to michaelpulser at gmail.com.